It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. So today is November 29, 2015. So, Cozy or Juju? Who did you guys want to begin with? Juju. All right. Very good. So, Juju, please, let me just take a couple seconds, connect in with her. She says she's the easy one. <laughs> okay. Most um, definitely. <laughs> you know, she says that her sibling, Cozy, she doesn't feel that that dog in particular is trying to be difficult, but she does describe Cozy as being very needy. Juju says I'm more balanced than Cozy is, but she says we, she, she, Juju, sees the two of them as both being really great dogs. <laughs> they are. They are. Yes. All right, your true. first question for Juju. Um, she seems to be afraid of everything. We can't take her for a walk. Um, she's really afraid of other dogs, and we, we're we not really quite sure if we've done something to cause this, or um, we'd love for her to be able to play with other dogs because Cozy doesn't like to play with her. So um, we just wonder if there's a way we can... We've, we've tried a behavioralist, and that doesn't work, but um, we just well, wonder if there's a, a way to... or why she's afraid of other dogs. Gotcha. Okay, very good. So let me see what she has to say on all that. She doesn't want anything to do with other dogs. She is quite content. Cozy is enough for me, she says. I don't need introductions to the whole neighborhood. Uh, This is just in reference to other dogs. In other words, when I ask, why not? I don't find that fun. What are you concerned about? She's concerned of being pinned down by a dog where a dog would put their hind paw will put their paw on her hind end and make her go into a sit position she's afraid of their dominance she calls herself rather submissive to other dogs by nature now it does feel like she could act out upon them if they were to corner her or put her in a position where she felt like she had to defend herself but she doesn't even want to be put in that position she'd rather hightail it out of there and hide underneath the bed given the opportunity when i ask where does this all originate from She says, it actually grew on me. I didn't start out this way. Okay, so tell me of a time when you used to do well with dogs. Um, She just says, well, way back when I was a puppy, she shows me, to me, a sibling, okay, and you did well with the sibling, okay, and then you grew up. And then she shows me, okay, when she was about six months old, is what she puts it. She shows me a big dog to me. It looks like it's got German Shepherd coloring on it. It's definitely a larger size dog. may not be a purebred Shepherd, but that coloring, the black and tan. And she says he, she refers to this dog as a he, saw me. And I was a little bit nervous, she says, at that point. She says, but he, now I don't get this dog did a single thing to her. And yet she decided in that moment that he was more like a predator. And she decided that she was more like prey. And it feels like she made a conclusion in her mind at that point to forevermore be submissive to, well, these strange dogs. So she really doesn't have the desire, guys, like you do for her, to get out Mm -hmm. and socialize. She tells me she's very people-oriented when it comes to the two of you. So for her, she is getting satisfaction and fulfillment from you two as people. So it's not like she's missing out on anything. You might see, you know, that she's, or you might think she's missing out, but as far as she's concerned, she's got the life of both, mm, she's got the best of both worlds. The humans who offer socialization, cuddles, and pets, she says, and the indoor environment. She likes being inside, almost in a hermit-like kind of fashion. She tells me she feels very safe indoors. It's very comfy and cozy for her. She feels like all the good things happen inside the house. There's a bit of um, fear outside your property for her too. So the outdoor world 
also puts her on edge and makes her nervous. When a being is in fear, guys, and this is just me and my two cents now, it's very difficult for a scared being to learn or a scared being to, you know, to just tell them, well, you don't have to be afraid. Those words fall on deaf ears when the fear is so intense. And when I ask her, her fear of other dogs on a scale of 0 to 10, 0 being no fear, you get along fine with them, 10 being you are like, you're you're at the the maximum of fear, she puts herself at an 8. So it's pretty severe for her. Why do you want me to socialize with other dogs, she says, when I wouldn't see that as fun for me? Do you guys want to answer her on that? Because you like to play with Cozy, and Cozy doesn't want to play, and we just want you to have fun. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, your people see that you want to play with Cozy, but Cozy doesn't want to play. She says, but see, yeah, she thinks you're right. Cozy doesn't want to play. She shows me an image of trying to play with Cozy, and Cozy, like, lifting her lip, like, I'm not having it, not interested. And Juju's like, but I don't stop trying. Now, Juju is also very content with you guys, like, throwing... I don't know if this is a rope toy or what this is, but throwing something feels like in the house and her going and playing with you, she says, is good enough. You know, there are other dogs out there like yourself, though, that would actually like to play like you like to play with Cozy. She says, Cozy would never hurt me. I trust her. We're friends. She may lift her lip, but she says she she won't hurt me. So um, Juju has great confidence and security. In Cozy. Part of it is it feels like Cozy, um, she's got, Juju has familiarity with Cozy. I mean, she knows all the ins and outs of of Cozy because she lives with her. So Juju, it's possible for you to have a a greater understanding of other dogs if you were to spend time with them. You could get to know them, kind of like an acquaintance becomes a friend over time. She just totally puts her paw in front of my face. She says, I'm not interested in going down that road. Ask her about um, something that we believe she loves to do more than anything. She, we have a pool, and um, we have a boogie board, and we tie it to the side, and she jumps on the boogie board, and then we throw toys in the pool, and she retrieves them. And she could do this all day. So, Juju, do you want to talk about that activity? She says, yes, I have the stamina, she says, to do it and the willpower, and I wait, wait, wait until it's, like, in the right position, like until the the toy feels like it hits the water. Then she feels she can catapult off her board. Um, She tells me this brings you guys such laughter. So she's having a good time doing it, but the laughter is like a cherry on top for her because it brings you both such joy. And she's amazingly brave at doing this. So I'm going to say, wow, I don't sense any fear when you do this. She says, no. She says, I sometimes tell them to hurry up and throw the toy <laughs> because she's, she becomes demanding and assistant because she thinks you're taking too long. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but I won't okay. throw it in until she – I have to throw it in until she's on the board because she'll, she'll pick it up and hide it, and I – I'm physically unable to to get up and out of the pool and get get the toy and do it again. So it's uh, I have to wait till she gets on her board. She says that's fine, but I'm going to still tell you to hurry up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you do and, and is I have happy. not been able to exercise either one of them lately, and um, I just want them to understand that I haven't I've been ill and. Um, I wish I could take them out. I just can't. And I try to play with them inside, but it's not always the easiest thing. They don't always want to. Gotcha. And who is this speaking so I I know who to refer to? Uh, This is Jackie. Jackie. Okay, thank you. So Cozy and Juju, you hear what Jackie's saying here. Um, Cozy's okay with that. Um, Juju's fine. Juju's fine. As long as there's backyard playtime, Juju says she's content. Um, so it feels like they're both actually doing A-OK, considering you can't get them outside the house very much. Juju just shows me she really doesn't want to go outside the house or off your property. So she's content right. to, well, live life at home. Now, I want you to know that Juju is very happy um, living with you because she impresses this upon me when I t- ask. Juju says, playtime, we do lots of it here. I insist sometimes. I offer them toys. Do you want to play with this with me? It's like <laughs> she brings it to you. Um, so she's constantly oh, yeah. asking, <laughs> will you play with me? 
This brings her joy, too, because you guys 50% of the time are takers on her with that. Oh, yeah. Juju is also telling me about a cozy bed that she has that it feels like it's just something for, she calls it hers, uh, my bed. She shows me herself curled up in it. It feels like it would be uh, maybe a dog bed placed on the floor. She just tells me I have my own little my own little area. Um, it's actually a recliner. Happy. What's it's that? Actually, it's actually a recliner. She she has one side of we have a double recliner, and it's one side of the recliner by the window, and she that's her spot. Oh, I see. So it's a recliner, yeah. Juju. She says, yes, yeah, she should be looking out that window. It's the best yeah, height yeah. for peeking out. Yeah. <laughs> and God. she's wrapped in a blanket usually if it's cold. So <laughs> I well, wrap them up she, every night. Yes. She lets you guys baby her um, with the blanket. That's an act of babying her, and she tells me she eats that right up. Now, she does tell me that she knows how to sit very politely for treats and in a very still position. She thinks she's got a one-up on Cozy in that way. In other words, Juju's better at that. Um, There's nothing more you need to do for me, she says to the both of you. I am a very happy girl. She had surgery when she was, uh, it's been, I think, three years ago. She went underneath our bed, and, you know, she's a pretty low stature to the ground, but she's kind of a chunky girl. And... um, at first they thought she injured her knee, but it was actually her disc. And so she had her, like her L, what, what would be to us, the four and five fused together. They okay. actually, um, at UC Davis, they did the surgery for does her. And does she experience any uh, residual, anything from that? She says, do I, look like I, do I look like I do? And then she laughs. She says, no, I feel great Good. back there. So, okay. no, the way she moves and sprints, and um, she shows me an image of, you know how dogs will put their front two paws on the ground and their butt up in the air in play mode? Oh, the she way does she that. springs, she tells me, like a kangaroo, I show no pain, no signs of pain. I feel great. Okay. Wonderful. They did a good surgery, a good job on her. They really did. Um, yeah. I want you guys to know it because I can feel it in her. I've, I've felt other dogs with they, disc issues. Yeah, they, they did great. They thought that she wouldn't walk. And they were surprised, too, when she did. They, they just thought she wasn't going to walk anymore. Well, but, she says, I got right up. And <laughs> she, she was yeah. slow to begin with upon healing, but it feels like it, in a matter of days, maybe three days, that's what she gives me, she says, I was, like, doing well. It's like you wish she would move slower than the speed she was moving at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wanted out of that she, she had to stay in the cage for, what, three months, probably? Or... No, they're in a uh, like kennel for weeks. Weeks in the kennel. Yeah, a couple gotcha. of months. Yeah. Um, she did not like that. that was hard <laughs> for her. Yeah, Shall we go on to our, our problem child, Kofi? <laughs> yeah, we can certainly switch dogs. So thank you, Juju. So cozy, please. Okay, very good. So I've got her here. Anything you want to say to the gals first before she says no? They've got a lineup of questions. All right. Where where do you guys want to start? What's your first question? Um, I guess it would be, Kosi is very demanding as far as her, um, she needs to be petted constantly. If you stop, She'll look at you and she'll bark. She she sits in Jackie's lap almost all day and needs this attention. And uh, she was actually when we rescued her, she was about, she had been on the street for a long time and they picked her up that way. And um, you know we were very lucky in in, in finding her. And we love her to death, but this barking and this constant, you know, pawing, just needing so much, we don't, we don't understand that. Okay. And you don't understand it, and we'll, we'll talk with her about that, but do you also find it, let's be honest with her, frustrating, annoying? I mean, how would you describe it to her? I want her to hear it from you because you guys have a relationship oh, with her. It is, it is frustrating, very frustrating. And annoying. Yes. Yes, okay. I'll, be petting her for an hour or two, and then I just stop to scratch my face, and that's it. She's barking at me because, you know, it's like, oh, I'm trying. But <laughs> and sometimes I'm in pain, and it's hard to pet her. She sits next to me, and 
it's hard to to pet and just be um, you know barked at constantly because I have a, a issue with sound and that kind of thing. But it does get annoying, even if for a regular person who doesn't understand her, you know. Yeah, I, I hear you. All right, so I just wanted to hear that. That's very good. All right, so Cozy, can you tell us what's going on and where you're coming from in doing these behaviors? She says, well, they let me. Now, in what way do they let me? They pacify me by reaching out and touching me. It's a rare occasion they tell me no, that I need to go do something else. It's like a rarity, like a 1% out of 100% time. Um, so they don't. she doesn't feel that you guys really redirect her, and as a result, and part of it is she does admit her own insistence that you continue. So when I ask, so where did this come from? Were you always this way? She says, no. She says, I was booted out of my home and landed on the streets. I didn't know how to fend for myself. I finally become, became very good at finding food and fending for myself in order to survive. I was content with that life, but I experienced the cold and a hungry belly quite a bit. When I got captured... Uh, and put in a cage, uh, she says, life changed for me. I didn't trust people at first, but then when I latched on to somebody, I latched on good, and I become best friends with whoever I latch on, and I don't like to let them out of my sight. I like to follow them around at times. She says it's the, she says all of this stems from, well, abandonment when she was booted out on the street from her original home when she was a, a young girl. She might have been over a year, year and a half at that stage when she was booted out. So she did have quite a bit of time inside somebody's house as their house dog, as their pet. Um, And it does feel purposely they made her leave the home. Hmm. So she says, I, you what? I don't want to go back to being abandoned. So if I demand that they love me, she thinks that that, requires you to be within a certain close proximity to her body in order to mm, touch her. This dog, um, touch for her is like a thread or a line that connects you to her and she to you. She feels safe in her world when touch happens because it's like that thread of connection. It's like a literal, your arm or your hand is like a leash that um, connects her to you. And in that way, she feels she's preventing her greatest fear which is abandonment. She doesn't want to go through that again. So let me offer her some new ideas because sometimes when we offer our animals a new way of thinking, they can reframe things in a different way. And when you invite them to think different, just like you do with a human, then sometimes the behaviors can change. So Cozy, I'm going to acknowledge that must have been really difficult for you to be abandoned initially. And I can certainly say you have every right to feel the because on the street she initially felt hopelessness so I acknowledge you felt hopeless and that you had every right to feel that way and then you persevered and became very tenacious she tells me at finding food so I'm going to commend you for that and look at the wonderful family you landed with she says they loved me from day one I was a little cute wiggly furry jumping bean um, snuggly, loving. She shows me herself being excited and overly affectionate. And she just says, I found my people, and they've committed to me to forever. Um, okay. So that commitment to forever, you know, you guys being her forever home, she mm-hmm. sees as being very strong on her end. It's like they've committed me forever. So they're in, like, like glue. They're, they're in, like, bricks. They're, you guys <laughs> have a solid relationship <laughs> is how she sees it with you guys, and I'm going to acknowledge how wonderful for that. And yet, Cozy, sometimes with our family and friends, if we hold on too tight or be too demanding about how they should be with us in their relationship to us, that it can be taxing on their end and that can throw out of balance the enjoyment on their side about that, you know, the enjoyment of what they have with you and you're the only one enjoying the relationship fully because you're getting what you want and they're kind of frustrated and annoyed with the barking, the excess pawing and basically the demands that they do what you seek them to do. Jackie sometimes is not feeling comfortable or in the right position to reach out and pet you and you seem to be overlooking that situation. She says... I admit I'm very selfish. 
and I'm very much into my own needs. I've not been a different way for a very long time. This is very ingrained. It's almost habitual for me, a habit at this point. How would they like me to be so I can hear their point of view and then decide if I want to do that? Guys, in an ideal world, and don't do it what you think she can do, I mean, in an ideal world, how would you like her to be with you so she can hear that ideal? Um, a little less demanding, and um, I'd like her to realize that we do shower her with affection, and sometimes, you know, it, it, it whatever we shower has to be enough. It, it can't be all the time and and uh, and demanded. Okay. I'm now very it's Jackie yes. and, and for Robin, um, I just want her to know. She's not going anywhere. Yes. She she is our forever dog. She <laughs> is. And as is Juju. She says, Oh, I know that. <laughs> I know that. She's got <laughs> confidence around that. All right, so I'm gonna piggyback on what you gals said and offer her some images in my third eye which will just offer her different um visuals of how she could be, as long as my words. If there's something that I say that you guys are not keen on, please speak up. Um, I, otherwise, I'm going to kind of just follow your energy and what I think you're looking for from her so she ha- can have the visuals. So, Cozy, you heard everything they said. So to clarify, they're seeking you to be patient at times. If they are removing their hand from you or they're attending to people activities or talking with one another, they're going to perhaps be times when they need to focus on something other than you. They need to give their attention elsewhere and when you ask for attention during these times we would like to ask you to be patient if they turn to you and say not right now or if they give you a little pat and say let that be enough for now allow it to suffice i'll pet you more later i have something else to do right now if you could embody the energy of patience what will happen for you is you'll start to relax in knowing that they just verbally mm, promised or guaranteed you that later on at some future point they will reach out and touch you and love on you in a physical way again so just because you don't get it in that moment doesn't mean you're never going to get it it also doesn't mean that you are somehow going to become abandoned by them so the idea that you have that's so strong in you that being touching them in that moment keeps you from abandonment what if they're not touching you and you being on the property, either outside or inside, whether they're home or not, actually also means they're never going to abandon you. So what if it's a, a bigger thing than just the touch? You are safe, my friend. You are forever part of their family along with Juju. So if you could buy into that sense of safety, how would that help you feel now? She says, they do love me very much, and there's times I don't demand that they touch me, such as when I'm sleeping, and I'm going to say thank you for that. That's a great reminder for us, but we're also asking to expand your patience into those times when you're awake and you're seeking it. She says, well, what am I going to do with myself then? I don't know what to do with myself if I'm not receiving touch. I have a tough time. Whereas Juju can go lay down by herself and be peaceful, Mm, Cozy says, unless I'm right up next against them, I don't sleep very well. Uh, So what's that about? Again, it's about the touch and the feeling connection. You are connected to your people in a huge bonded way. I see that from you, and I sense that from them. So what if your bond hmm, is always constant regardless of your proximity to them? Okay, now she's, as she calls, I'm throwing something else, Danielle, in your face. Jackie always wants me with her. Now, she has bought into this idea, Cozy. Cozy has. Um, Jackie, have you ever had any thoughts that, or I'm wondering if this is coming from her or she's honestly picked it up from you and she's kind of taken and run with it. But she tells me she thinks it's her job to actually be with you and to care for you like a mother hen would. She doesn't want to let you out of her sight. Um, So part of it is her own insecurity and neediness, but part of it is she thinks it's literally her job. And if that's not truly the way you see it, we need to set her right on that. 
Well, um, <laughs> I'm not sure what to say. Um, I, I love and truly appreciate that you want to take care of me like a mother. Um, but I, I can take care of myself, and I enjoy I enjoy petting and being with you and having you sit in my lap. Um, but sometimes I have other things to do, and um, I I don't want you to feel responsible for me. Uh, I I feel I'm responsible for you, and I just want you to be happy. And uh, you can you can go and play and chew on your toys and. And maybe play with Juju a little more, and uh, you don't have to worry about me. Okay, beautifully stated. Let me see her reaction to that. So comments, Cozy. Well, she shows me herself, and in this image she gives me, just sitting back being like, well, that was a shocker. When I ask what shocks you, she says she doesn't need me all the time. So I'm going to kind of uh, let her know that, Cozy, she needs you and loves you as a family member and as a friend. But do you see how much of a contribution you could be to Jackie if you were were to respect the fact that she sometimes has other things to do and you could give her the space and silence, no barking, the silence to do those things within. This would free your person up emotionally and physically because, you know, she doesn't have to be with you. She can attend to her things that are balancing for her. So you're actually doing your person, Jackie, especially a service when you allow her the space to be herself and do what she needs to do. And none of this is, you know, a detriment to you. None of this, all of this is happening independent of you, my friend. She has a life too, you know, and Robin does as well, which is why we're having this conversation because this has become a problem for them. The solution would look like you taking deep breaths to relax yourself, maybe asking once if they want to offer you attention or just you tuning into the situation of, oh, I sense that they need to do other things right now and you giving them that space of your own accord. What a gift that would be. She says, I know that I am a gift. I know that I'm their sweet little girl, like their child. That's how she sees herself as like your child. So what if you as a child were to grow up and... See them as your, your people as equals. Because right now what she's doing to you, Jackie, not to you, Robin, but to you, Jackie, she's being the mother and she's treating you as the child and she's being the pushy mother at times. So if you were to see Jackie as an equal with you, and Jackie, this is my two cents now, me speaking for a moment, in the days ahead I would encourage you to say out loud to cozy things like, I really want you to see me as an equal because I would so appreciate that as well as your actions that demonstrate you believe I'm an equal. I don't like to be treated like a child because that's what she's doing to you, even though she feels she's doing it out of a job. Okay? So, Cozy, what if your job isn't to mother Jackie but to be her dearest best friend just as, as you are with Robin? Be their best friends. And as I said, maybe play more with Juju um, because it feels like Juju, one, one would love that. Um, she says, Juju's such a puppy. Okay, and that's, again, because Cozy sees herself as the mom. So what if you could see Juju as an equal, too, and not scoff at Juju's playfulness and jovialness? Because Cozy does. She scoffs at it. She's like, it's ridiculous is how she sees it. What if you let down your guard and let your own inner frolicking spirit be as silly and as fun as Juju and you be less serious. She, she says, well, this would take once you in getting a while. used to. What's that? She, she, every once in a while she'll run after a toy and just, she, she prances basically and, you know, but it lasts maybe 30 seconds and then, then she's, it's almost as if she realizes that, oh, I'm, I'm actually having fun and I'm, I'm being a puppy, and uh, and she's stuck. Gotcha. And if she was to continue that for minutes on end, how would that? What would your reaction be, guys? So she can hear that. Well, how would you feel about her doing that? Oh, we would. We would really love happy. that. We would be very happy, and we would be. I think it makes her happy, but she stops for some reason, and we're not sure why. 
We, you know, I, I try to encourage, but it, it, she just stopped. She's probably worried um, because she's not in that role any longer. That might have been why she was kicked out of her first house or something. I'm not sure. All right. Very good. So let's check that out. So, Cozy, why do you stop after some seconds of play? Because you hear their expression. They'd love you to do that. It would create joy in them. She says, because I realize that I'm not supposed to be the playful one. I'm supposed to be the mother. So she is so ingrained in her job. So what if we were to grant you permission now to let go of the role of mother, engage in the role of equal with Juju, Robin, and Jackie, equal levels as yourself. You're all equal. You just happen to have four legs. They happen to have two. And you were to be who you really are. Underneath the role of mother, who are you really? She says, I'm a lot more fun. Okay, and what would that look like if it was to manifest in action? It would look like pawing at the ground, pawing at the toy, taking it, flipping it in the air. Uh, it would look like taking it to my corner and laying down with it. Okay, so if you were to engage in this, would this bring you joy? She says, I don't know. It feels so foreign and strange. I don't do it that often. So maybe experiment with it. Guys, in the days ahead, and this is me talking now, ask her to experiment with play. Okay. 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 What we say to our animals following an animal communication session is sometimes very huge to inviting them to try on something new. And I'm going to invite her to try on playfulness, uh, try on being who she really is underneath this role that she's decided she has, but nobody else in the household has really, um, I mean, she took it on and she bought bought it, has the hat, wears the shirt of it and everything. But see, Cozy, yeah. nobody else gave you that role or wants you to be in that role. So you took on a role that isn't as serving or as a big a contribution as if you were to really just be yourself, let down your guard, have fun. She She's nodding her head. She's computing all this. Um, she's thinking about it, not committing to anything new now, but she tells me she will try to be more jovial and less serious. She's still going to want to lay next to you or sit next to you on the couch, and I'm going to let her know as long as you guys are okay with that. That's that's, that's fine, fine You know, if me. she's not being demanding. Yeah. What else do you want me to change? Now you've got her curiosity peaked. <laughs> what else do you guys want her to change in? Um, I, now that you say that she once she feels that she's the mother and protector, um, she has gotten quite aggressive with people um, and, uh, and and other dogs. Um, yes, if we hug someone goodbye, even though she loves them and knows them, she will nip at their uh, legs. And uh, she does try to protect Juju. We had a friend over, and uh, they were delivering some stuff for us. And... Um, she, uh, I told her to stay outside while I put them out, but she came in anyway, and the dogs were, you know, barking at her and trying to get to know her, but I think she stepped on Juju's foot, and Juju yelped, and then, of course, Cozy, I could just see it in her eyes, what is she doing to my, you know, my sister or my Juju, and she, she nipped her on the back of the leg, and um, she has become quite protective of us and um, even with people that she knows. And uh, um, we'd probably like her to to maybe calm down a little bit and know that we wouldn't let anyone in if they were about to hurt us or hurt, uh, them. Or hurt them. And um, um, that gotcha. we, can, we can handle that situation as mothers. <laughs> and gotcha. she can relax. Okay, excellent. So she heard all that so cozy. If you were to stop policing the people that come in or even when you're on a walk with your people, policing the other dogs, and you were to allow what Robin and Jackie are trying to say to you, which is let them police, let them take care of, you know, who comes in, who's not a stranger, who is a stranger, let them handle. You know, they go to the door anyway to open the door. They can see if they're going to choose to let somebody in or not. You're stepping on their toes by, well, being like the head honcho who takes over the job of, and, and has the final say. That's how she's trying to put it. I have the final say. She says, what if that's not your job? She says, oh, well, this is new too. She says, um, I thought they wanted me to be the protector. So what if your job is to 
follow their lead if they guide you outdoors when guests come, trusting and relaxing and having faith in your people that they can handle things a whole heck of a lot more than you give them credit for. She says, then what am I going to do? What job am I going to have? Your job is to be you, to relax, to have fun in your life, to enjoy your people. And if they do choose to let you be in the house with somebody that you know, to be a good host. To be a good host means to be as friendly as they are to their hosts or to their guests. Or if you can't be doing that because that's too uncomfortable or you don't feel like you've got a relationship with a person, that's cool too. I respect that. And instead, go elsewhere, lay down or lay down by your people and allow them to have their conversation without you interfering. What do you think of that new job? It's not that we're demoting you, but we're asking you to take on a different role. Courteous host, friendly host, or neutral host at least. She says, I'm really ingrained in the barking. All right. We'll let them guide you and redirect you. And if they they can't or you can't handle yourself, let them guide you outdoors or wherever they put you so you have the opportunity to calm down and regain composure and remind yourself to be a good host. Guys, now in the days ahead also, um, when you guys get the recording, you might want to have pen and paper out, re-listen to it, and, and jot down these things on paper, put it on the fridge so that you can remind cozy of being a good kind host when guests are present okay and that it's not her job the police that's your job okay right thank you absolutely um what else for her mm-hmm. um i just want her to know i'm very sorry what happened to her getting kicked out of her house, and uh, we would never do that. I'm sorry she had to go through that. She understands you would never do that. She says the emotional baggage I carry is, she says, of that activity of getting kicked out. She knows you are a very different set of people. You're not like the man. Apparently it was a man who kicked her out. Uh, You're not like him. She gets that. So, yeah, your person's just acknowledging she feels sorry that you had to go through that. Mm, but you know what? Did you? What, what was the gift of that? If you could reframe that experience and shed some light on it, what was the gift of that? She says, well, it brought me to Robin and Jackie. Absolutely it did. It was like the pivotal thing that allowed you to have the opportunity to come into their lives. She says, I never thought of it that way. I also learned that I could be confident myself. She was a scrappy, tough little munger out on the street, guys. Okay, she wasn't a, you know, some some dogs don't do very well being strays. She was tenacious. So um, I'm going to commend her for finding her self-esteem and confidence in persevering. And you know what, Cozy? That persevering energy is a part of your your soul, your spirit, I can sense that part of who you really are at a deeper level beyond personality. And that means that you can actually persevere in creating emotional balance and more of a balanced relationship with your two people and with Juju if you at some point want to. She nods her head. She says, I'll think about becoming more mellow. Yes, I'll think about this. She loves you guys both with all her heart. Um, I don't mind getting dressed up for them, is what she says. Uh, This would be if you ever put her in sweaters or anything where she would define it as being dressed up. Um, She's okay with that. She she has had them on before. (laughs) We uh, had Halloween costumes on them, too. (laughs) That's what she's referring to then. She's also mentioning, I've been hard on Juju. I have been cool and cold to Juju. Juju just is like the perpetual puppy who wants to be loved by everyone, and I tell her no a lot. I guess I shouldn't do that, Cozy says to us. If you Could you ask her um, what would be something she would enjoy doing on a weekend? Would does she... she we think she likes to go for a ride in the car. She especially 
when she was being fostered, she lived on um, like a farm that the lady had horses. And we think she likes, she, she smells the horses um, okay. when we're on a drive, if we go out to an area that has horses, and we think that brings back memories for her. Would she like us to take her more out there more often, do that kind of a thing? Does she enjoy that? She does enjoy it. She shows me her tail wagging. She likes to stick her nose out through the slit of the window that feels like it's cracked for her to sniff. She uh-huh. says, yes, indeed, that's enjoyable. Um, any ride in the car, almost anywhere, feels like it's enjoyable, but you're right, it is about the smells. It's the farmland. Now, she's picking up a lot of more sense smells than besides the horses, too, that are also very enjoyable. Um, bird smells, just things that are floating on the air to begin with. So she's, well, part of it is, I know you guys DNA tested her, but she's telling me part of it is my terrier background. She thinks she's got some terrier somewhere in her lineage. <laughs> um, and so sniffing things does indeed bring her joy. When I ask, is there anything else she'd like them to do with you on the weekend? Um, she just says it would be nice if we go out in the backyard and sit out there. Me and Juju could play, although she shows me an image of sitting by you guys and Juju really playing. Okay. <laughs> so that would be enjoyable. Um, uh, oh, okay. So this is interesting. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say, she also is showing me finding, she would find it enjoyable if you took some sort of, I'm not sure if this is a comb or something that's rubber with little rubber spikes on it that would be like a massage tool and rubbing it through her fur. When I asked her, what is it you're trying to show me? It's it's not a hand that's rubbing or petting me. It's a different texture sort of, I don't know, plastic or rubber or something that would be like a massage tool that she would find very enjoyable if you pet it against her skin and fur. Okay, we'll do that. It offers a different sort of stimulus than the hand does because the hand is only of a certain shape and, you know, depth. Um, what about getting outside and doing things outside the home. She thinks you gals can't. You literally can't. So she doesn't think that's an option, and she's okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, she she says, if I was to play with Juju, I don't want you to see me as infantile. She's afraid you'd see her as an infant or a puppy or as a baby, which is, again, the category that, that she puts Juju in, which Juju does not herself in to the degree I mean Juju likes being like your child okay your your, your dog your child um, but she Juju doesn't see herself as infantile but cozy has this well she's an infant and I'm the parent so as soon as you let go of that concept cozy that labeling that you're this and she's that then you may wish to, you may be able to see yourself as who you truly are and see Juju for all the fineness she is without judging her Juju didn't need to come. Why did they pick her? I should have been enough. <laughs> That's what we were worried about. We, we have felt that. I think why did you guys, do you want to explain to her in all honesty, why did you choose Juju or take on another dog? For a playmate for her so that she and because wouldn't be so lonely. Yeah. And we would love more than one dog. And Just like a family deciding to have a second child, we... We uh, we wanted her to have a sibling to to be with and someone to and to love love Juju uh, and not any more or any less than Cosi. We love Cosi and we love her deeply and we love Juju and we love her deeply, but we love them both the same. Nice, good for her to hear. Cosi feels that that's that was all said in honesty, and she nods her head. She says, "Okay." Okay, Juju has grown on me. I'm not as cool and cold, cold shoulder that I used to be when she first came. I'm less grumpy with her, although I can still be cool. Um, So if you were to be who you really are underneath the mother label, how would you be with Juju? Out of curiosity, Cozy. I might actually play with her on the floor for a minute, but you see, Juju wants to play more for a minute. I'm afraid almost if I play with her for a minute, she's not going to want to quit. And what's the, what's the harm in that? She says, well, there comes a point where I believe I can only do it for so long, 30 seconds or more, is too much. It's like 30 seconds is my max. So what if you were to let go of that rule for yourself? 
and just kind of play it by ear. Follow the energy of what you want in the moment. She says, you're offering me too many new ideas at once. It's like I'm in a box. I've had this idea that I put myself in a box, and now you're flattening out my box. I don't have a box around me anymore. So you, my friend, put yourself in that box. I'm just showing you the windows that actually have existed all the way around you that are open. You just haven't been choosing to see them. In other words, a different way of being is all. She's she's nodding her head. She's like, I'm going to have to chew on this for a while. And that's okay, too. (laughs) All right. What else, guys? Um, Just... uh So I, I mentioned to you about Emmy. Oh, yes, and you did send Emmy's photo as well. Gotcha. So let me thank Cozy and thank Juju and bring up Emmy's photo. Okay. So Emmy, please. She thinks she was so easy to handle, such a good dog, such a good girl. Calls herself a couch potato when she was in the physical. Uh, Like <laughs> to keep company with you gals, with people. She just, well, actually, it feels like more, actually, with more than one, with one of you, um, especially. Uh, were both of you in her life, or did she belong to one of you? She belonged to me, this Robin. But I okay, okay, her. thank you, Robin. Okay, she that's adored that. Robin, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. All right, and what else do you want to say to the gals, Emmy? I'm doing fine. Uh, she says my heart is perfect here on this side. Um, it, she gives me the impression when she was in the physical that she sometimes had, she calls them heart flutters, where the heartbeat wasn't rhythmic or uh, as it was supposed to be. Um, she wants you to know her spiritual heart, being in the spirit body, she says it's absolutely perfect. Um, I like to roll on the ground and act silly on the other side in my spirit body. She says, I have those big, beautiful brown eyes that always got to the girls. I still have those. She wants you to know. <laughs> These were the eyes of, and, and the look and the stare that she'd give you that would go right to your heart and just make you, well, go and in, fall into a moment of intense love for her is how she puts it. She made you fall in love with her. <laughs> doesn't feel like it was too hard. She's very sweet, um, sweet-natured, good-natured being. Uh, she saw herself very much as your sidekick, Robin, when I asked what was that about? She says, well, we girls, she says, we were very much alike. She thinks that, Robin, you, you had a knack for laughing, liked to laugh. And mm-hmm. Emmy just says she fed off your laughter. What does that mean, please? Mm-hmm. It's the idea of loving to be next to somebody who laughs a lot. I love the joy that came from her. She also needed me. She thinks she was a bit like your backboard or your strength you know that saying you have have a rock to lean on she emmy shows me herself as being a bit like your rock and she could take it as you leaned on her emotionally robin and she just feels the two of you are very tight she shows me you two locked in an eye gaze and she tells me we would do that often (laughs) yes we would yes we do what else what else questions for her Did she find somebody to um, throw the tennis ball for her? She would play nonstop, get throwing, going after that tennis ball. She says, indeed, she says, I, pr- I play, I frolic, I roll. Um, she says, I roll like a sausage. It makes me wonder <laughs> if when she was in the physical with you, she might have been a bit of a heavier, on the heavier side at times. Um, but she says she's doing all those fun things on the other side, indeed. Um, she also is jumping now on the other side that feels like she was not able to jump high when she actually had her physical body. Um, you know, like she shows me herself catapulting in spirit body over like the fence, a fence, um, which I don't get she could have done at all in the physical. So she's got a lot more freedom and range of motion in her spiritual body. She does show me an image of her spirit head, uh, kind of like Alice in Wonderland's Cheshire Cat, the head, all I see is the head, not the body, hanging in okay. your living room. When I, She says, I'm spying on him. I'm watching what's going on. She likes Juju. She thinks this dog is very pleasing to your hearts, creates joy, and that it was actually very important for Juju to join your life. She says, because she brings you joy in the way that, well, she herself, Emmy, feels like she left uh, she she left 
when she left your life, it feels like she left a bit of a vacancy in the play, jovial, um, free-spirited arena, and Juju has since stepped in and taken that over. But Emmy gives Juju credit and says she's outdone me. Juju has taken it to another higher level. She applauds Juju for this and is glad that dog's in your life. Um, Emmy looks at Cozy. She says, tell her to not be so serious. She actually wants you guys to, um, okay, add this to your list of things that you tell Cozy. Don't be so serious. What's a positive spin, Emmy, we could put on that? Tell her to relax and enjoy herself. She's uptight at times. Tell her to relax and enjoy herself. Okay, so that's what you really want to tell Cozy. Don't be so serious. Instead, relax and enjoy yourself. That's what life's about. Okay. We'll do that in. <laughs> um, Emmy is showing me an image of laying down now with a blanket over her. It's like her eyes are covered under the blanket. It's a full body blanket. All I see sticking out is her nose. So when I ask, what is this image about? They're not always literal, these images. What is this about? I loved my cozy, warm places when I was in the physical. I always liked to cuddle or snuggle. And she tells me she would do, she would get herself in a wrap, uh, wrap herself in a blanket or wrap herself in, she shows me like wrapped up with cloth or fabric, partially near her, on her, under her, around her, um, in a disheveled uh, kind of way. And she, what does this mean? She just says it means I like my cozy space. She would, she had a knack for weaseling her way in to cozy nooks. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have a tendency to um, wrap the dogs in blankets if I think it's too cold. <laughs> I see. So I'll do that, but I think that uh, she she used to move the blanket around and, and make it comfortable for herself, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, she just says she was very good with, well, good with you girls. She does give me plural here. Um, was very social with you both. But she says, I was easier than both Cozy and Juju. Yes, she um, was. Very much so, yes. Yeah. She says you can't always have an easy dog. <laughs> Sometimes you need a loving challenge. That's true. That's true. After Emmy, I, that's when I decided that I, I've only had Springer Spaniels, and um, after her, it was like I couldn't look, I couldn't do another one. So we we decided to rescue um, dogs, and I hope somewhere down my line that I will be able to get another one. And um, they're just very, very loving dogs. And uh, I know my dogs, Cozy and Juju, are are the best. You know, they 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 love. I love them. They love me. But um, I hope I I can uh, accept another Springer Spaniel in my life at some point. She feels that you will, and she applauds you for being brave enough to state all that out loud. She feels it's good for your own heart to hear those words, um, that the loss of me, she says, is still tough for you to comprehend. Um, She knows she was very close to you. Um, You know, she wants you to know, too, that you did nothing wrong by her. You didn't find or discover anything too late is also a huge thing she emphasizes. Everything happened, she says, for a reason. She says it was her time to go. There wasn't much more that could be, she feels, done to help her or to assist her. she just kind of says, it was my time. Yeah. Time for me to transition. And she had a good go of it, a good round of life. Yes, um, This dog's, Emmy's life was, it feels like actually, even though, mm-hmm, well, her background, everything felt good. Uh, whereas, you know, Cozy's wasn't as positive as some dogs are. Emmy's was positive 24-7 from day one. Yes. Well, it's just a different experience. She was very tiny, wasn't she, mm-hmm. Yeah. She, was she was very, very She was very tiny, very young when uh, she, just from the litter, I guess, uh, um, when Robin got her. Gotcha, gotcha. And I grew to be a sausage, she says once again. Well, so, <laughs> she grew to be I grew a to be a sausage. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yes, like they go up and down for some reason. Or don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's not like we're feeding them constantly, but um, right, right, you know. right. Yeah, it feels like it was her body type. Um, yeah. yeah. 
and we picked them. Cozy's pretty good, but uh, <laughs> she, she just looks like a huge dog trying to to burst out of a little dog's body. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, she's happy and content on the other side. There's nothing you need to do for me. Um, Jackie, she says to you, when you can, get out and get fresh air. She thinks your lungs need fresh air. This would be air outside the home uh, is what she's showing me. Even if all you can do, she says, is just go to the backyard. She also thinks you get tired at times. Um, She wants you, okay, what do you want her to do? Uh, Okay. Jackie, um, her advice to you is to do waste stretching exercises because she feels this will help you strengthen your back, your core, the the midsection, if you will, of your body. If you do this, even if it's only limited range of motion you can do, but she thinks if you strengthen the the muscles in in the core or midline section of your body, that you're going to find you've got more energy throughout the day and you won't get get as tired as quickly. Already. Yeah. Thank you, Emmy. (laughs) I'm in this. I'm glad you're around. You make life. Mm-hmm. She loves you both. Loves both you ladies. Good. Um, she's quiet. We've got, let's see, we've got about five more minutes left. Anything for anybody? Um, I'd, I'd like to know if, um, the, the, Cozy's been really hungry lately. I just want to know if we're feeding them enough and um, um, if uh, if they're, okay with their food. I you know sometimes actually during the week she doesn't want to eat in the morning. Is that just just the way it is or, or is she not feeling good in the morning? And gotcha. I'd and like, this is Cozy who doesn't always eat in the morning? Um, actually, well, both of them I'd like to know if they're, they're uh, um, satisfied with their food and, and if it's okay. making them feel bad. I don't want that. Gotcha. Okay. I'll certainly I'll inquire with them. It. But which one isn't always eating in the morning? Um, cozy. Cozy, okay, I want to make sure I get the right dog for the right question. All right, so Cozy, how do you feel about your food? Um, good, she says. Do you like the flavor? It's good, yes. Do they need to change it? Not necessary, although I do want more hard biscuity treats. Okay. And so what about um, not always eating in the morning too early? If she could have it her way, she would take the meal time that you offer her in the morning that she defines as too early and push it back by a couple hours, she thinks she'll be more interested in eating then. When I ask, is there any issue, like are you feeling sick, are you feeling off, is there, I mean, a reason? Tell me more about this. Uh, She says, my stomach, uh, how often? Infrequently. Her, Her stomach infrequently sometimes feels like it's a bit overly acidic. Okay, it's kind of like the, I'll describe it as this way, gals. So if you had heartburn, okay, and you know what, if you as a person have experienced that, you know what that feels like, ugh, you don't want to eat. It feels terrible. Well, she shows me having the sensation of heartburn, but instead of being in the lower esophagus, she actually puts it in the stomach. So it's like an overly acidic stomach. When I say, so is that reason why you sometimes don't want to eat? Yeah, she says. How often in a month's time? Does that feeling happen for you? So in a 30-day time span, she says only about four times a month. So then usually you're not eating, because obviously usual wouldn't be four. Usual would be all the other times. She says, because I just don't want to eat. Also, don't feed me too late. Well, what is too late? Definitely not by 10 p.m. Don't feed her at night, her last meal at 10 p.m. Well, when would you want to eat that would do well for the cycle of your body? Mm, 8 p.m. would be the latest she wants to be fed. Guys, what times do you feed her? She, they eat at around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I okay. do give them some biscuits before they go to bed, so maybe that is not what she, okay. she does. Okay, is that before bed, those biscuits causing you any issues? Now, she'll still, certainly still want them, um, but it does feel like, yeah, they do sometimes cause issues. Uh, so mm-hmm. do you want your so biscuits early. earlier? I'll yep, take so them whenever they want to give them. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that does sound about right. Yeah. Okay, so we'll try a little earlier. How's that? Yeah, so a little earlier for the biscuits. She says that's good. When I ask her in an ideal world, what it, you guys feed twice a day, it sounds like then, a.m. and p.m.? You guys feed twice a day? And they still don't get the 
a required amount on the bag, but you know they just start gaining a lot of weight and and uh, you know. It's but very silly. Whatever. We'll add some chicken or some beef or something to it also, and water. Okay. Whatever you're feeding feels very filling to Cozy, when, so it doesn't feel like she needs an awful lot of it to feel full. Um, okay. So if if you're getting fed twice a day, Cozy, in an ideal world, when would you want to be fed on um, this particular food that you're eating? She shows me again around 10 a.m. and... Okay, again around 2 p.m. Now this time she's actually showing me what she would define as a light meal of like a handful, I mean palm-sized, tiny, tiny bit, maybe ping-pong-sized, a little bigger than a ping-pong-sized handful of food around 7 p.m. She says it's before 8 p.m. Don't want to eat 8 p.m. or beyond. So she just needs it kind of stretched out, it feels like. Uh, is this food serving your body? It makes her a little gassy at times. What are you guys feeding her? Um, I think it's called Aviderm now. That's the one. Some dry Aviderm. We, we do put some um, every once in a while vegetables, but mostly like some uh, chicken. Uh, we'll chop it up and and then I'll add water to it. And uh, because they don't tend to drink a lot of water, so I add it to their food and. Some a little like a little soup, and then they then they chow down on the, the crunchy bit. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, That's yeah. probably the full part, yeah. Yeah, spread out the the feedings and the portions is what she's showing. I mean, you might want to try it. Do a trial basis of 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7 p.m. and see how she does. Um, okay. It's not going to hurt to try it if you're if you're willing and able. I mean, if you guys work, certainly 2 p.m. may not be doable. But as far as Juju, same question. Let's squeeze this in. Juju, how do you feel about the current food? Uh, she says, I'll eat anything. Okay, is it serving your body? Yes, thank you. Are you getting enough of the food, say, in a 24-hour time span? Uh, she says yes. Now, Juju gets very hungry in the evening hours, unlike Cozy. Juju really wants more food in the evening, too. So, heck, it might actually serve her to, to give her something at 7 p.m. Um, Juju expends a lot of energy in her play, so it feels like her caloric intake is, you know, more. It, she requires more. Um, it also feels like what you're feeding her right now is adequate as far as amount goes, but she'd actually like a little bit more, and she thinks that would help her <laughs> retain a bit of baby fat, as she calls it, with the winter that's coming on. <laughs> She's got a little bit of that baby fat there. <laughs> I think she wants to retain her her uh, her little figure there, Robin. <laughs> yeah. That's the dog. We feed her just the same amount as Posey, and Posey is around twenty pounds, and Juju is around thirty, isn't it? Yeah, thirty. And um, Juju still looks like she really needs to lose some weight, but. Um, I saw. I told the vet that he said, "Well, sometimes their metabolism is just slower." So. Mhm. Mhm. Um, yeah, Juju's so not could... concerned about her figure. She feels really healthy in the lungs and the heart. Um, I mean, she's and she produces really good poop, is what she tells me—a good-looking stool. Um, so she <laughs> actually is digesting what you're feeding her beautifully. Okay. Great. Um, so I mean, it's up to you guys and your vet's advice. But if she has it her way, she would get fed around, yeah, a little bit late in the evening, a little additional bit of food. Okay. okay. All right. Sounds good. Now, just one last thing about the, with the feeding, then I know we have to go. But all of a sudden, she, she stopped wanting to eat in the kitchen with Cozy. We have to feed her on this recliner or in the living room by herself. Do you know okay. what happened with that? Okay, Sure. Um, she feels like Cozy is like Hawkeyes and gives the hairy eyeball to her at times when she's eating. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. And Juju doesn't want to have to kind of eat while keeping one eye behind her back on Cozy. So it's easier okay. if Juju is up because you see she's at a different floor level than Cozy and she could see if Cozy was coming in and she doesn't think that happens. She thinks that Cozy basically you know, does her own thing. So having space in the way that, well, Juju has helped you create for her actually is so much more less stressful on Juju. Okay. okay. Well, that's fine for me. Yeah, I, no, I don't mind doing I just it. wondered why all of a sudden something happens. Yeah. Yeah. Cozy and her Hawkeye, ask her to soften that, Juju says. 
Ask her to soften her eyes. Okay. Very good. All right, guys. Let me thank them all. Thank you, Juju and Cozy and Emmy. And we are set. So I'll send you guys a link to the recording in 24 hours or less. And just check your email for that. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been wonderful. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, Todd is right. You're pretty amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to assist. All right. You guys have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.